That's too much juice, Claire. Thank you for calling Verbage. Please hold. All right. Welcome to Verbage. This is take whatever. <laughs> I wrote my little intro, so bear with me. This is this is for the audio. So I'm here with the one and only Mary Amelia Rourke, my oldest and dearest friend, partner in crime, and one day senior citizen's home roomie. So let's start. If you could be a color right now, what would it be and why? I want to paint the picture for the listeners of who you are. Mm. That's a good question. Probably yellow. I, or at least I aspire to be yellow. Uh, piss yellow? Mm, like a sun, sunshine <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Not a dehydrated piss yellow. Um, like that. Yeah. I mean, there's some blue days. Like on a mustard. There's some blue days and definitely some red days. Yeah. I call it like the mean reds. Oh, angry red. Angsty. But I try to be yellow. Mellow. Mellow, mellow yellow. yellow. It's like shiny. that saying, if it's yellow, you let it mellow. If it's brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to start us off with just a, a nice, easy Q&A. We're launching my podcast on February 22nd, 222. And we have two episodes for you this month. This one is very special to me because this is my friend of 22 years. Long time. Long time. Good. Maybe good. Yeah. All good. Eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just getting loud here. All right. So just a couple questions. Let's begin. One, over 22 years of friendship, what is the secret of maintaining a lasting relationship slash connection with anyone? Because I've had you for 22 years. Friends sprinkled in. Don't acknowledge any of them. Yeah. Well, you gotta like them. You have to like the person. Yeah. Um, it's fair. Yeah. Because you can, like, try to like people, but I feel like we're, like, soul sisters. Yeah. So you really, you just, like, there's some people we can't get rid of. Like, literally, I feel like we have been destined in some way because there's no way that... Anyone else who went through everything we did would have naturally stayed together. Like we weren't super, we weren't joined at the hip in high school. We went and had our own college experiences, but it was very much just like, we're always, she is, yeah, she's a constant in my life that I, I need. So name one thing you'd redo if you could go back to being 22 years old. All right. Well, we're 25 now. That's three years ago. Yep. And just recently, my sister has had me budgeting, like hardcore budgeting, spreadsheets, tracking what I make at the bar every night, tracking what I do for like my side jobs, and then oh, my monthly expenses. <laughs> oh, yes. no. Not just take shopping sprees. 
like subscriptions, memberships. I mean, now with that said, are you removing the excess yeah. ones? Okay. Like so, immediately, or are you just so looking? Immediately, I removed about five. Well, could you name some of them just off the top of your head? Yeah. That like, like were completely just irrelevant to what your life not was? Not irrelevant. Like <laughs> I had these like little granola girl boxes. Like it's called Nomadic. So every month I got new hiking, camping equipment shipped to me. When was the last time you hiked? I hiked recently. Thank you very much. When was the last time I camped? It's been a minute. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. But... It's a bunch of stuff, like, I don't need it. Was it, like, Christmas every time I got a box? Yes. But I don't need it. And they would do it once a month. Yeah, but then I also had the quarterly subscription, which costed a hefty amount more. And it was a lot cooler equipment you got four times a year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I probably gave that company, like, two grand. (laughs) And how many months? Like, a year? No, probably, like, two years. Wow. Yeah, so I canceled both of those. That's good. That feels liberating. I know, but I kind of miss it. And then uh, <laughs> I canceled. What else did I cancel? I kept Kitty's box. She's That's still, good. She still gets monthly toys delivered that she loves. So you basically just regret being, oh, like a consumer. No, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. Treat yourself all the time, but. Now that I can actually like see it. Mm-hmm. So another thing, I well, I actually actually I started this when I was uh like 20, 21, 22, and every month I give my mother five hundred dollars cash. Nice. And she puts it away. So I can't touch it even if I want to. It's the best banking system there is. It really is. Mother dearest, you know? <laughs> like it's not like it's not like in ten years if I need this money, she's like giving me her own money. It's my money. Mm-hmm. But I physically can't touch it because I can make a savings account and say, oh, I'll put $500 in this. Like, I will touch that money. I always touch it. I will touch that money. <laughs> I'm exposing myself. All right. So definitely three years ago from now, you would just been more yeah. committed and dedicated to saving point blank period 100%. and actually saving. I feel the same way. Um, my next question, though, would be uh, – define your definition between a fair weather friend and then a friend that has boundaries and is just, you know, taking space when they need to, if something's not right for them. Yeah. So uh, basically a fair weather friend. Okay. Let's start with my definition of a friend. There's like only one type of friend for me, which is, which is just a friend. The other people who are just, like, here for a good time when they need you, shit like that. That's not a friend. To me. What do you call them? Acquaintances, people in your life. A friend to everyone is a friend to everyone. Can I give that on a t-shirt? Because I've been saying that about certain people in my life. And I'm like. Like how you joke about me in high school. But you. I knew everyone in high school. So did I. Remember any of them? No. That's any of them. They remember you. (laughs) This guy came up to me in the grocery store, literally like last month. And he's like, where'd you go to high school? And I told them. And he's like, I knew that was you. I do not know who this man is. What was his name? I can't remember. He gave me his phone number. 
Um, he, I'm, did you, I'm not going to out this man. Did you pretend that like you knew him? No, not even. Oh, you literally said, yo, dude, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Oh, okay. I might have been. <laughs> I might have been. Hey, bud. <laughs> literally, I, you, I have to go through my contacts to remember who this man is. But. Well, he gave you his number, so. Yeah. All right. So the definition to you, a friend, is someone that is just point blank ride or die. Yeah, ride or die. And everyone else is acquaintance. There's yeah, no in between. No. There you go. That's fair. And friends are the people you can call it during the morning to like come save your ass. Facts. Yeah. And everyone else is just an acquaintance. That's fair. Do you think the people that do tend to lean more towards wanting to be agreeable with everyone, do they have issues or do you think they're just no, like, operating differently? Okay, so again, that, that's like my, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I know who my friends are and I know who my acquaintances are. That doesn't mean that my acquaintances don't think they're like. I think that's, like, the worst part about your best friend being a bartender is the fact that, like, I'll go into her bar and all of the, like, bar flies and regulars will look at me up and down and be like, who is this person? Or call her, like, her best friend. And I'm like, you don't even know. You got to pay to hang out with her. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You got to pay. Make yourself like a... um, Just like a friend across the table. French whore. And I I don't do it to like be fake. Like I genuinely, I care about those people. I care for my acquaintances. I wish everyone the best in life. She, she is a ray of just light and she's just that. I try to be, I try to be like good for people. Yeah. If they need to spill their guts, spill them. I'll listen. It's how you make your money that you now are saving. Um, so I just want to wrap that up with. My last question, which is a very important one, because I I feel like most of my content that I want to continue working on will be about everyone's personal journeys, stories. Um, Sometimes we'll rant. Sometimes we'll have profound profanities, creative liberties. But all in all, what advice would you have to someone who is younger, let's say on the earlier in the early 20s or even earlier than that, like they're about to graduate high school and they're definitely not 100% sold on the college idea. Like, what would your advice be for those considering a gap year? Maybe they're interested in possibly becoming a bartender or, you know, the restaurant life. Like, what? Like, that definitely found you and you're thriving in it and it's amazing. Like, what? Where do you think they should start? Like, college isn't for everyone. I tried it. It was was fun. It was a time. (laughs) Time. Didn't learn too much, but it was really fun. Paid a lot to know nothing. (laughs) But um, if you are considering the restaurant industry, it's not for the weak-minded. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an abusive lifestyle, but it's fun. It pays the bills. Um, you definitely have to be built for it. Not everyone is. What do you, what qualities do you think off the bat someone needs that you've seen that sink or swim with it? Okay, like um, I'm a people pleaser. I try to make everyone's experiences. Like the best night ever. Big smiles. Yeah, big big smiles, big high <laughs> Um, You have to be a team player. Even if you do not like your coworkers, you have to be a team player. Because there's a lot of drama in restaurant life. There's a lot of partying and substances in restaurant life that you, you have to be strong. You do have to be strong or that shit will sink you down. There is a darker undertone to the whole industry. 100%. That 
it's like almost a running joke, especially with people who are seasoned in it. But the people like I got out a lot earlier because I knew yeah. it was consuming me. Yeah, and, and it, and it, it takes a lot of people. It did. And it was going to take me. But I don't regret it because, like you said, I learned so many life oh, skills so that much. no amount of college will ever teach you. And on a resume, <laughs> like, okay, you take a gap year if that's what you need. You have that on your resume. Like, it shows that you have this skill that other people don't. Like, everyone should work in the restaurant industry. It doesn't mean they'll make it, but you should try it. So I think you it, know how to treat your waitresses. It builds character. And it just, again, all in all, like, 20% minimum. Yeah. You should be tipping 20% minimum. Oh, well. <laughs> Take care of your bartenders. Take care of your waitresses. We're not making much. So what are you... <laughs> what are you... If someone just was walking into your bar or, like, looking for a job, like, what What are you looking for? What would you be looking for straight up? Because um, you've been in the industry now for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you how I started... Uh, you know, I liked to party in college. I was only there for two years, but I did. I liked, I had a little job on campus, moving equipment around, setting up events, and, you know, paid minimum wage, but I needed more money. I never knew you had this. I never knew you had it. I never knew you had a job in college. I just knew you partied. <laughs> I wear steel toe shoes. And, uh, How lesbian of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, hardcore. <laughs> and then, uh, I needed more money, so I, I worked uh, – well, I went to school on the coast, so summertime was a lot of beach bars. It was really a busy time. So I walked into this restaurant, and I said, I have never served before. I think I was 18. I think I was 18. And I said, I'd never served before. I want to start. And they were like, you have no experience. How about we start you as a hostess? And I was like, hmm, why don't you just give me a shot? And wow. they did. So I never, I didn't have the host. Um, went into waitressing. It was fun. But then I, you know, went home because college ended abruptly. And then I walked into a bar and, or it was a bar restaurant. And actually, I'll never forget the manager was really sweet, Kelly. But she said mm-hmm. to me, she said, as soon as I saw your smile, I was going to hire you before the interview. Um, Aww. Yeah. Because it's in the industry, you have to be welcoming. Mm-hmm. You, you you see these waitresses walk around with sticks up their butts, resting bitch faces. Yeah, it's like shout out Katie. <laughs> like, are you gonna come to my table and have an attitude? Yeah, like I'm gonna be scared to order from you. Yeah, so um, you know you have to be a people person. That's literally what you're dealing with all day long. And I think that's where I got really caught up in it. I'm not yeah. a people person. I can fake it, but it took well, it takes a lot more is. out of me than I think it does for you. It's playing a character. I, you I, are an actress. You, you are acting all day long. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Even if you're having a shit day. Mhm. They don't care. They don't care. You can't They want to see the smiles. You can't bring your drama to work. Mhm. I mean, people with trauma dump on you all day long. Yeah. I feel like it gets heavy though, especially oh, when it's so like heavy. He, especially at um the bar you're in now with all the regulars, it just seems like kind of you can get a little depressing. How do you uh, deal with that? Um, I can take it home with me. I can definitely take it home with me, especially if I close open, close open, close open three days in a row. Usually that that next day I'm off down for the count. But like, how do you like, I guess, shift that energy and make and how do you like make sure it's like not your like them imparting their trauma and their energy onto you and you like yeah. lingering in that. 
Obviously, like a good reset of like physical rest yeah, is good. Definitely rest. But how are you rest, like emotionally like well, stronger? You have to do things that are happy for you. That's where the self care comes in. Mm-hmm. You have to. There's a lot of depressing shit in life, but there's a lot to be happy about. Facts. And you have to remember that. And you have to. You have to be that ray of light for yourself. I think one of the most successful things about you being just a very amazing and talented bartender in general. And, and you making a successful career out of it is the fact that you you don't partake in the merchandise. You know what I mean? You're not getting off and spending all your time where you work. Yeah, and I you, saw it so much that you, that's how it'll get you, mm-hmm. you know? And you have a life separate of that, and it helps you just be Yeah, like when I was you. 22, oh, I was that party girl. Mm-hmm. We got off, and the bar across the street, that's where we all went. We could, We all got off like... 30 minutes to an hour to two hours apart from each other, but we were all meeting mm-hmm. at the bar next door. Mm-hmm. And basically using all of our tip money. We yes. I never saved when I went. Yeah. You were just living to you were living exist. To yeah. You were living to just exist and like barely get through a hangover yeah, but now with smiles. I'm <laughs> growing. I'm not partying as much as I have before. You're doing great. In fact, you're like a nun to me now. I know. like an old lady. Born again virgin. Like a bird. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to find joy in different things. It's not all about partying and drinking. Yeah, agreed. And we're going to wrap this one episode up with the final statement. So I just want you to finish this sentence. So one crazy time when I was 22, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> one crazy time when I was 22. I was dating a guy 13 years older than me that I met because he was my ex-boyfriend's friend. Best friend. Well. Best childhood friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want to hear more about that, <laughs> stay tuned for the next episode. Peace out. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good timing. Okay, good. We didn't linger. That's too much juice, Claire.